Okay, so lie on your back and you can take your glasses off if you... Okay, to do that, you're going to be staying on your back the whole time. And feel your contact with the floor. Feel how you're resting. The space behind the ankles. The space behind your knees. Maybe your thighs. The space behind your low back. And how does that feel on the left and on the right? Can you feel a difference in each side and how much space there is? Does one side feel like it's lifted higher than the other on one side of your spine and on the other side? And as you feel that space behind your back, you feel probably the heavy weight of your sacrum into the floor and the arch starts. And then can you feel, can you get a sense? If you had to say, which vertebra is it that first touches and rests on the floor in your middle or upper back? Which one is it? How far up your back? At the level of between your shoulders or at the level of between the Lower angles of your shoulder blades are lower than that, higher than that. And then the arch behind your neck. Feel the size and shape of that arch. And as you feel that, again, the same idea. Can you feel which is the last vertebra? Where is that that touches the floor or rests on the floor before that arch Starts. Is it that large prominent vertebra at the base of your neck or is that actually held off the floor? Can you tell? Is it an invisible place? And you can even just reach. Now, I asked you a lot of questions about those spaces and those sizes and shapes. Go ahead and use your hands either behind your low back or behind your neck to kind of test out or verify what you felt from the inside. And then bend your knees and stand your feet. And very slowly lift with your arms alongside you on the floor. Lift your pelvis from the floor and then place it down again. Just begin lifting with your tailbone. Gradually lift your spine, pelvis, and then your spine from the floor. And then put it down again. Slowly. Do it slowly enough that you can feel, does something different happen on the left than on the right? Do you lift the same on both sides, or is your pelvis on one side lighter than the other side? Does it lift more quickly? Does the back lift away from the floor on the one side more quickly than the other? See if you can tell. 
And feel this arch behind your low back, that space we spent some time feeling, tracing out shape of it. How does that change as you lift your pelvis and as you lower it again? Does that all lift together like one unit? Or does the bottom lift and then the next vertebra and then the next and then the next? And again, is it different on the left and on the right? Does the left side of your spine or the right side of your spine lift more easily? And now let's really exaggerate the difference between the sides. Cross your right leg over your left. And with your right leg crossed over your left like this, again, Lift your pelvis slowly away from the floor. Lift your tailbone. Lift your pelvis. Your low back. And see, this might become a little bit more of a challenge. Maybe you hold your breath or maybe there's wobbling. Go slowly. Repeat many times. Until you can do it breathing just as easily as you were breathing when you were had both your feet at your disposal. And now certainly, probably, certainly, you'll feel differently, like you're lifting differently on the left and on the right side of your spine. uncross your legs and stand your feet and just a couple more times lift your pelvis and lower it again and see if it feels different just from this uh, having done this one very asymmetrical variation lift and lower your pelvis now and feel how it feels on the left side on the right side And then leave that and stretch out your legs and take a rest. And now bend your legs again and stand your feet. And this time lift your pelvis high from the floor and then put it down again. And notice something. If you start with this idea of lifting your pelvis high from the floor, then when you put it down again, do you find that 
the first thing you put down is actually your buttocks. Your buttocks actually touch the floor and then some of your low back starts to settle into the floor. So try now to put your pelvis down really, really slowly so that one by one you feel those vertebrae of your low back settle into the floor, one after the other. It's not that your pelvis goes down and then your low back settles, but that as you come down from that height, one vertebra after another in your low back, the lumbar curve sort of uncurves itself, so one vertebra after the other comes into the floor. And to do that, you really, things have to change in your low back, in your ribs, can make a really radical transformation in this area. If you can just find that way to let each vertebra in turn come down, your low back has to really lengthen and let go. Your lowest ribs and the vertebra attached to them spread out on the floor. Really see if you can come back down one vertebra at a time through your low back. It's very normal for these vertebrae all to move kind of in a lump as a group together. So we've long ago forgotten that each one of them can settle back towards the floor one after the other. And then leave that and stretch out and take another rest. And then leaving your legs long like this, interlace your hands, interlace your hands behind your head. And letting your elbows come up towards the ceiling, lift your head away from the floor and put it down again. And do this with the same question in mind. So it's not about lifting your head, it's about feeling the vertebrae one by one peeling off the floor in the back and going back towards the floor. Do it slowly enough and easily enough that you can feel that. You're more interested in feeling the first one or two vertebrae peel away from the floor than you are in lifting your head high or doing anything elaborate like that. Just very slowly can you feel. Can you even feel it? Can you even locate the sensation of those vertebrae? It might be that letting your eyes adjust to the dark kind of effect, that you have to do this very slowly, many times, very easily, so that you can do it many times, and let your inner sense kind of adjust so you can 
find that feeling and actually feel in there. The vertebrae come off the floor one after the other. And go down again. Listen for each one coming back to the floor. Let your elbows help you by coming up towards the ceiling when you lift your head and opening out to the sides when you lower it. And now try something at the top of the lift. When you have your head at the top of the lift, turn your face and turn your head to look to the right a little bit. And see if with your head and everything turned to lift right a little bit, can you lift it a little bit farther and then put it down, bring it back, not all the way back to the floor. So can you lift a little farther and then go back a little ways towards the floor with your head turned towards the right this way. So lifting your head a little bit to the right. And as you do that, you feel kind of you're rolling over your right shoulder blade in a different way. And bring this same question, the same feeling you've had about your back. Ask yourself on the left as the vertebrae lift and peel away, as the ribs lift and peel away on the left. Can you follow that? As you lift your head looking towards the right, just feel what lifts away, peels away from the floor, and then settles back onto the floor, one rib, one vertebrae at a time going back. So you know, it's not, not about a big effort or lifting your head high. It's about doing it in a way that you can start to feel something in these very hidden ribs and vertebrae up between our shoulder blades, up at the base of our neck. Very, very hidden area. Can you kind of let the light come on there and start to sense and feel what you're doing in that area? And then leave that. And put your head down and again, stretch out your arms alongside you and take a rest. And then bend your knees again, stand your feet again. And once again, slowly lift your pelvis, lift your spine, your vertebrae one at a time, and lower them back to the floor one at a time, and see what that's like now. On the left side and on the right side.
And then again, leave that and stretch out and rest. And then bend your knees again, stand your feet, and interlace your hands behind your head. And now think of this idea again. You're lifting your pelvis and lifting your head. Don't do it yet, but you're lifting your pelvis and you're lifting your head, not to lift, but to feel one vertebra at a time, how you peel yourself away from the floor and how you put yourself back down on the floor. Right? So with that idea... Lift your pelvis and your head at the same time and feel the vertebrae in your low back, your low thoracic spine, and the very top of your chest, your low neck. Feel those come away from the floor one at a time. And now can you put both your head and your pelvis back down on the floor at the same time and do it one vertebra at a time. So you're putting them back down on the floor by lowering each vertebra in turn to the floor. And doing that simultaneously in your low back and in your neck. Very slowly. Obviously the interest of this isn't making a big, strong or powerful movement. It's about that listening and feeling. And the lighter you do it, the more you'll be able to feel about how you're really precisely putting one vertebra after another back on the floor, both in your low back and in your neck. At the base of your neck, in your low back, as you put your head down and you put your pelvis back down, one vertebra after another goes towards the floor. So it's almost like you put yourself back down by lengthening yourself out on the floor, rolling yourself out on the floor. Your pelvis and your head are the last parts to reach the floor. You don't put everything down and then wait for your low back or your neck to settle. And then leave that and stretch out and take a rest.
And you just notice what's changing in the contact of your back with the floor. In your awareness, especially of the space behind your low neck, at the base of your neck, all along your neck. Is that becoming clearer? And then bend your knees and stand your feet. Interlace your hands behind your head again. And interlace them um, non-habitually. So switch the interlacing of your hands. And now lift your pelvis and lift your head away from the floor. And holding them both lifted in that position, now Take one vertebra, say, of your low back towards the floor and you lift one more vertebra of your upper back away from the floor. And vice versa, you let one vertebra of your upper back move back towards the floor and you lift a vertebra in your low back. So you're really holding this arc or this rounded arc that you have your back in and moving your pelvis towards the floor and let that lift your head, moving your head towards the floor and let that lift your pelvis. I started with the detail and went to the global, didn't I? Let's start with the global. Lift your head and lift your pelvis. Hold them like this. And now lift your pelvis even further so that your head will go back towards the floor. Then lift your head even further so your pelvis will go back to the floor. It's kind of like a seesaw. It's kind of like on an arc. It's a seesaw on an arc. Lift your pelvis and lower your head back towards the floor. Don't go all the way down. And then lift your head and lower your pelvis more towards the floor. Again, not going all the way down. You can try it a few times and you can take a rest when you need to and then come up and try it again. And as you try it, a second or a third time, look for this refinement that really it's one vertebra at a time that your head is rolling back towards the floor and your pelvis is rolling back towards the floor. So your weight's really transferring along your back, along your vertebra, in a very subtle, refined way. One vertebra after the other lifts and lowers. One lifts in your upper back and lowers in your low back, lifts in your low back, lowers in your upper back. As you alternate taking your head and your pelvis back towards the ground. So you lift your head and your pelvis at the same time. Somewhere in your back now is the place that has the heaviest weight on the floor, somewhere in your middle ribs, your lower ribs. And then from that spot, you lift your pelvis even further to lower your head towards the floor, lift your head even further to lower your pelvis towards the floor. And can you feel that heavy place in your back transfer one vertebra at a time up? One vertebra at a time down. Finding some areas of your back, maybe some ribs that you're not accustomed to using.
And then leave that. Leave your head down. Stretch out your arms alongside. Stretch out your legs. Take a rest. And then bend your knees again, stand your feet. Cross your left leg now over your right leg. And like this, lift your pelvis, put it down again. Feel how wobbly it is on this side, feel if you want to hold your breath. Just go very slowly, just lift a little bit at a time until you can grow the movement while still breathing with the sense of balance so you're not wobbling too much. And as well with the feeling that you're lifting up your spine as though it's a chain, right? So if you've got a chain lying on the floor in front of you and you go to lift it up from one end, you don't lift that one link in the chain and then the whole chain lifts from about seven links up. That's not how a chain would work. You lift one link and it's got a certain amount of play, but then it engages the next link and that lifts And that can move independently for a little tiny bit, and then it lifts the next link in the chain, and the next link one at a time. And your vertebrae should be like this. It should be possible for each one to move a little bit independently of the ones around it, and that'll be healthy and happy back for you if each vertebra can move a little bit, and then the discs between them get nice and fluid nutrition, they expand, they get pressure on them, they get pressure taken off of them. And the nerves that come out from between your vertebrae have room to breathe and to do their thing and to get their blood flow and to pass along their electrical messages and so on. Each of those vertebrae can move independently of the others. So it's like lifting a chain away from the floor and then letting the chain go back down towards the floor each vertebra, one after the other. It's got its little bit of independence. It's still linked, still connected, but...
and then leave that and stretch out and rest. And then bend your knees and stand your feet again. And cross your left leg over your right again. And now lift your left arm in the air so your left arm is held towards the ceiling. Just straighten the air towards the ceiling. And like this, again, lift your pelvis away from the floor and lower it back to the floor and feel what's different. Feel what changes about how your back where your back moves into the floor and against the floor. Lifting your spine like a chain, again, one vertebra at a time, lifting away from the floor and going back down to the floor. And what touches differently? And then leave that, stretch out your arms and legs and rest. Interlace your hands behind your head. And slowly lift your head away from the floor. And let your elbows come up. And feel as you lift those vertebrae, the base of your neck, the top of your chest. Feel them peel away from the floor. And as you put your head down, feel the order. They go back to the floor. And then lift and turn your head to look to the left. Turn your face to look left. Turn your head to the left. So lift to the top of where you lift comfortably and then turn your head to look left. And can that let you go a little bit further? Does that turning of your head somehow let you lift your head a little bit further, go back a little distance, lift a little further, 
Go back, looking towards your left, looking towards your left foot, say. Or beyond your left foot. And feeling there how your um, chest and your spine now on the right side. Peel away from the floor and go back to the floor. So you're not looking for big movement, but just within this very small range of movement where you can lift your head further and take it back a little ways. Really feeling where's that place and what's underneath the angle of the shoulder blade in the spine at the top. What peels away from the floor? How does it peel away? How does it go back to the floor on the right, on the opposite side? Really carefully, subtly feeling that. The lifting away and moving towards the floor in that very hidden place, very invisible place. And then leave that and stretch your arms out and take a rest. And then bend your knees, stand your feet. Interlace your hands behind your head. And again, lift your head and lift your pelvis. Lift them both at the same time and feel that place somewhere in the middle of your back where now you're pressing into the floor that's carrying most of your weight into the floor. And then slightly lower your head towards the floor. Let your pelvis lift. Lower your pelvis towards the floor. Let your head lift. And just let that place where you're contacting the floor rock, roll a little bit. One vertebra up, one vertebra down. Two vertebra up, maybe. Two vertebrae down. Relating your head and your pelvis. So as your pelvis lowers, your head raises. So your head lowers, your pelvis raises. And leave that and stretch out and rest.
bend your knees and stand your feet. Interlace your hands behind your head. And now lift your head and lift your knees. So you're lifting your elbows towards your knees, your knees towards your elbows. Let's try that a couple of times. Get that idea of taking your knees and elbows towards one another, not to the maximum, but taking them towards one another and feeling where is this place in your back now that goes into the floor as you lift the upper edges of your spine, the lower edges of your spine away from the floor. And then stay in the air and with your knees and elbows oriented towards one another like this, feel the distance between them. And now keeping that distance between your knees and elbows, between each knee and each elbow, can you roll up and roll down so that your weight moves further up your spine and further down your spine and your knees and your elbows stay the same distance apart? It's like what you were just doing, rolling the weight on your spine with your feet standing on the floor, but now you don't have your feet on your floor. You can't help yourself that way. So it's not a very simple movement. Play with it. Try doing it a little bit faster, just fast. Rock up and down, knees and your elbows, staying the same distance towards one another. Same distance apart. And then slow it down again. And can you do it very slowly? And how does the weight move on your vertebrae, on your back, up and down? (coughs) Speed it up, slow it down. And then leave that and stretch out. And then bend your knees and stand your feet. And just simply, easy movement, lift your pelvis away from the floor, lower it back towards the floor, and see how differently that, how that feels different from how it did at the beginning of the lesson. Maybe your pelvis feels lighter. Maybe it's more even how it lifts on the left and the right. All the independent articulations of the spine are more clear. The way it lifts like a chain away from the floor, goes back towards the floor. One vertebrae at a time. Maybe you can find more of your vertebrae and feel them moving independently. And just stretch out your legs, stretch out your arms. 
and return to sense these spaces behind yourself, the space behind your ankles, the space behind your knees, your thighs, the space behind your low back. Maybe there's less of it now. The space behind your neck. And bring your attention to your breathing. Feel the expansion and contraction of the whole of your torso. Feel your belly rise and subside. Your low, low belly above your pubic bone, between your pubic bone and your belly button. Do you feel there? The beginning of the breath rising and subsiding. And almost at the level of your waist in your back, your lowest, lowest ribs, floating ribs. You feel your breath enter there and leave there. Gently roll your head from side to side. And feel how your head rolls. How much of you allows your head to roll or takes part in your head rolling. And then whenever you're ready at your own pace, you can roll to your side and come up to sit, come up to stand, and take this for a walk.